The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Welcome to the Overdrive, Overdrive. with Davey, the most electrifying, impartial, educational, and entertaining show on radio. radio. The Overdrive with Davey on Freedom 106.5 FM. Speak your mind. Well, once again, good afternoon, Trinidad and Tobago, as previously advertised. Uh, it is time for another spent- uh, splendiferous edition of the Safety Monday segment that we do here on Freedom 106.5 FM. Just about uh, 28 minutes on the upswing, or 26 minutes thereabouts on the upswing to the hour of uh, 5 o'clock. We say good afternoon to my good friend and colleague on the Mondays, Jude Rogers. Good afternoon, sir. Pleasant good afternoon to you, Davey, Davey Murray. Present good afternoon to our loyal listeners and even to our new listeners. Every every week we add new listeners, Davey. Indeed because so. Because the topic that we're dealing with and the topics that we deal with goes to the heart of the situation. And today we have another burning topic, as you say, no pun intended. But I have some serious information to share with the nation. And um, I have on my DACA's right now because um, the place lights up, Davey. That's all. That's the best way I could put it. <laughs> the thing light up, and 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 I'm saying that, and yes, I, yes, I might be. It might sound funny, but um, I need to dim down the light because the place is getting hot. Mm. Um, lots of fires, Davy, and we looking like we want to break some records, and I, that's not that's not a nice thing. All right. Um, some persons lost their life just recently in the Princess Town area. And um, I remember bringing these stats to you about five months ago, Davey. We were looking at these stats probably around June. Mm. And we were talking about um, how many fires we had and how many dead by fires. And oh. I have some stats. I want to start off by rolling all these stats um, for you that, as, as, as it stands at the end of November and the first week in December. And these are the startling facts here. We have 20 death by fires as a result of fires that have occurred in residential properties that's in Trinidad and Tobago. That's for the entire year so far. Uh, that's from, right. from January of 2023 to the 11th of December 2023. That is correct, sir. Wow. All right. And, and that is a staggering figure. And I want to, I want to remind you that I made a clarion call then, and I said, Davy, somewhere, somewhere, somehow, that figure is going to climb to between 20 to 25 deaths by fires. Remember I told you that, Davy? I remember you saying that, and I was like, well, how could you say that? But watching these figures here, my goodness. It is. And the point that I'm making is that the statistics don't lie. And sadly, the statistics continue to hold consistently. And the only people that can do something about that are our listeners and those in authority and every responsible citizen that is in our airdrop. So I have a responsibility and I am going to do my responsibility without fear or favor. And I'm going to give you the facts and then we're going to figure out ways in which we can have these figures turn around. Because I always have the goal and there's a goal I am saying zero death by fires by 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 2024 and they say that i am being very um how to put it ambitious but you have to be ambitious because it's people's lives maybe one of the things that i didn't share with you 
was the exact names of every one of the victims. I have everyone's name right before me. Wow. I didn't share that with you, Davy, because that may be a little bit contentious. But the fact of the matter is, we know the families and the names of every victim in Trinidad and Tobago intimately. They come into our office, we interact with them, we communicate with them after the fact. And it is a very sad thing. And it's one that we, we are not happy about and we want that to change. So let me give you the residential, the total residential fires for 2023. And uh, those figures come in at this point in time at 569 fires for the year up until the 30th of November, 2023. 569 fires, residential. Now, Davy, uh, you know why I'm making a distinction between residential fires and all structural fires? Do you know why I make the distinction? Why? What's the distinction? If I were to, to, to bring the stats to the nation about all fires, whether it's a factory, a shed, a, a, a shop, I want you to understand when I say residential, I'm only talking about properties that involve where human dwelling take place, where there is a dwelling. Right. If I were to go into the industrial premises, Davy, you wouldn't want to hear what how staggering these figures are. So I'm sticking with residential fires. Wow. And I'm going to leave another day specifically for commercial fires and for structural fires that are not residential. Because that too is a very alarming figure when you see how many businesses have gone up in flames. So let's stick with residential. So residential fires for 2023, thus far, 569 with 20 death by fires. I'm going to 2022. Residential fires for 2022, the total stands stood at 537 fires. And David, should I should I give you the bushfire stats one time? Well, yeah, because somehow I, because bushfires we, and residentials go kind of hand in hand. And we're going back into the bushfire so for season. So twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three, bushfires in this nation stood at two thousand. Get the figure: two thousand six hundred and twenty five fires, bushfires in Trinidad and Tobago. Wow! A pause for that one, David. Because it means that we had a very hot year. And I don't know if you remember, but you could remember during the driest part of this year, we're talking about March, April, May. Mm. We, I told you that the fire service response to 34 calls for bushfires per day. Per day. Per day. And I found that to and be you, like... And you were saying, yeah, you were telling me, Rogers, are you serious? Officer Rogers, are you serious? And you know... The nation, and, and the reason why I'm bringing these stats is because I want everybody who is in um, Radio Land and who is listening to our program to understand the role and function of the fire service. And this, you see, what I am talking about here is not, this is not the, the, the PSA or what my partner tells me. This is what is actually going on on the ground. 25 fire stations throughout Trinidad and Tobago and we responded to 2,625 calls. David, could you do the maths on that for me, please? I if you do the maths on that and divide 2,625 by 25 fire stations, tell me how we're splitting up them fire calls. How are you dealing with all of that? 
By how much stations? It's it's a twenty-five. Trinidad and Tobago. Hmm. Hmm. How much I got? One hundred and five. So you are telling me on an average, each fire station has to handle hundred and five bushfire calls. And I want to tell you that most of those calls are dealt with central, south, and in the northern division by one or two fire stations. Wow. So sometimes you're responding to you have calls that are pending and upstream are going again. Let's go again, Davy. For the year 2022, 537 house fires residential with 1,547 bushfires. So we had a little more rain in 2022. Thank God for that. And so we saw less bushfires. Let me give you the stats to 2021. This is during the pandemic now. I want to put it into context. Because as the figure comes down, I want you to understand people were in their homes, so there a lot of persons were able to discover the fires before they escalated and went further. So let's look at it. Residential fires now, 555 fires while we were in our homes. Wow. During the pandemic, we still had 555 residential fires with 1,087 bushfires. And you telling me we don't have a problem in this country, Davy? I am letting you know that there is a serious safety culture. And that's why we're doing Safety Mondays. Not just for fires, but safety across the board. Next week, we're going to come at road safety, Davy, because we have a serious problem when it comes to road safety in this country. And the fire service has to deal with the fallout. Because you know anybody else who know how to operate the jaws alive beside the fire service, Davy? No, 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 no. So, so then when, when there's an accident on the roadway, who has to deal with it, Davey? They, 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 who, has they, to do, who has to save or cut out people from the vehicle? The Superman and Batman of the of the country, the fire officers. Fire service. Fire, fire service. Somebody now says, serious, right. wow, I'm hearing it and still can't believe what I'm hearing. I All live right, in so let me, add, let, me add the, let me add the economic side of it. If you, if you can't understand the stats, let me put it in dollars and cents here, Davey, and tell me if it's making sense now. Of the 569 fire calls that we went in residential homes in, in, in 2023, the value of those properties, Davy, $259 million, hmm. with losses in excess of $65 million. Without the intervention of the fire service, you would have lost 259 With the intervention of the fire service, you were able to save $65 million, and you're minusing that from $259, you end up with... 194 million in properties saved because of the intervention of the Trinidad and Tobago Fire Service. Similarly with the bushfires. In 2022, 537 fires, a value of property at 358 million. Look at the stats. And uh, losses of $66 million dollars with a cost saving of $292 million saved as a result of the intervention of the fire service. <laughs> I'll go into 2021, and then we're going to open up the, 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 the lines because I know people want to ask questions about these stats. right? And this is coming to you from the Fire Prevention Department of the Trinidad and Tobago Fire Service. We collate the data, we collect the accurate stats, and we bring it and we make it public so that we can do something about it. In 2021, 555 fires, 
value of the properties involved, $252 million, $52 million in losses, Davy. That is somebody's house going up in smoke, eh? Mm. Somebody had a living. And a cost saving because of the intervention of the fire service, $200 million saved in property. I put it back on my darkers because I plenty fire. It plays bright. <laughs> so let's talk about these figures now. You want to give all the numbers and the, the text number, the lines, and so we can start to talk to our loyal listeners this afternoon. Let's do something about um, it, David. Um, Officer Rogers, how much of those were electrical fires by chance? And for that amount right. of fires, I don't think that we have enough fire stations and appliances, honestly. Thank you to our lawyer. You hit the nail on the head there, no caller. You hit the nail on the head. All I could do, Davey, is present you with the facts. But my discerning public, you the discerning listener, you the informed listener, you already do the maths. And, and when you do the subtraction in mathematics, as we say, the maths not maths in Davey. Hmm. So in essence, in essence, we have to have some adjustments somewhere along the line. So let me just talk about the electrical um, thing. Well, uh, a lot, one, of the, one of the issues we have is the ability of the fire service to be able to accurately determine the cause. Because as a, you see, with other types of situations, evidence is left. But when a fire passed through the sometimes the very evidence that could point it to the cause that is completely destroyed completely burnt to the crisp so sometimes you want to pinpoint what is the cause and fire officers are hard pressed now to determine the cause and David, in just recently in the news we had a, a school that was um gutted by fire and it is and it was said on the news fire officers suspect electrical and so i would say to the caller the majority of fires that we, we're dealing with over 50 percent of the fires that we deal with are accidental in nature and are associated with electrical and electrical components and the failure of those components. So all who want to do it yourself for this Christmas, I am saying, please desist from that behavior. Davey, I have some beautiful lights that I am going to put up home by me, but I am not going to do it myself, Davey. I am calling my electrician, my certified electrician, and I'm going to have my lights installed the correct way. Mm -hmm. Right, so that it will be certified, and I can be rest assured that the lights that I'm putting up for Christmas meet the standards, and I'm not putting my family, my home, my hardened property at risk. Are we have any more yeah. callers, Davy? Because you see, this topic is a serious topic, and I know you don't play with your stats, Davy. Hmm. I know you don't play with the stats. Hold on. I know um, you don't play with why, stats. Um, you have to let um, your listeners out there know that when they have low voltage in their house. Look at your lights and see when the lights blinking, getting dim and getting back bright and appliances just going low and coming back. And do the appropriate thing to get it repaired because that could create a lot of problems with fire in the long run. You know, so if you could stress on that a little bit, that would be nice. Thank you very much, Cola. Mm -hmm. and, and and that's a good point. Davy, um, where there is smoke, there is fire. So when you get these telltale signs, the flickering, you, you feel a warm spot, a hot spot on the wall close to your receptacles. These are indications that something is wrong with your electrical system. And this is the time when you need to call in your certified electrician, not your cousin, not <laughs> your partner, not your friend, but calling someone that is certified to have these matters investigated 
and corrected because this is not and the stats is pointing to a problem if i want to say something very serious in relation to fire safety in this country um fire is like the forgotten um element in this country because as we know crime has become the number one priority in this country and crime prevention mm-hmm. but isn't it a crime Dave, for your home your property your hard-earned business and your family life to be affected by fire isn't that a crime in a, in a, in a sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's a crime that we sometimes commit against our own self now i'm not going to put everything on members of the public at the end of the day members of the public are out there working hard two jobs sometimes three jobs tired you come home but you could avoid by taking that cigarette and smoking that cigarette outside right you can avoid by multi-tapping and taking that extension cord out when you finish using you can avoid by checking your gas tanks and checking the, the hose clips and turning off the gas when that time comes you can avoid these things davey i want to send out a clarion call to the members of the business community i am i as at the christmas period is upon us i see that we've gone back into fireworks because you know the new year celebration is coming mm-hmm. christmas day is coming and i also know plenty stores have stocked up for the christmas period stocked up so much that to the top of your ceiling there is goods touching your ceiling and may even be touching your lighting receptacles david that is a no-no that is a no-no and then how are you discarding of all these cardboard boxes davy that have accumulated because you know you now have a mountain of cardboard box and guess where you're putting it right up against the building so all somebody has to do is just come and light the cardboard and, and your business is going up in smoke right so obviously housekeeping is important so if i am bringing in goods i am going to put my cardboard boxes about 100 feet to the back of the property even self and right about now, even though rain has fallen a bit, this is the bushfire season has begun since the 1st of December. So I get my fire permit from the fire station and I would light my little stuff there and I get rid of my boxes or I send them to the to the recycling plants for them to, 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 to crush the boxes, etc., etc. So there are it, it calls for a shift in the safety culture of Trinidad and Tobago. If we call all the numbers because I know somebody trying to get in right now. Six somebody two, trying to get in. We need to hear your callers. Six two seven three two two three and six two five two two five seven. Was one WhatsApper sent me a, a question here, uh, Officer Rogers? Would you be able to call all the names and the look and the areas of these uh, unfortunate victims? I think having the public know the names, personalize it a bit more, and can be more serious. We can take it more seriously when it comes to fire prevention. Well, I was about to say that as well. All right, so what, right, so here was, here's what I'm willing to do. I am willing to identify those who are most at risk in our society. All and right. for that reason, I would highlight the range of the age groups that are susceptible to fires and why we must pay attention to those type of persons in our society. So let me go right into it. No, of hold the on. 20... Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. You can give some advice on the use of PVC ceiling in houses. Um, I don't know. I think they say that is a fire hazard. I don't know if I could say something on that. Well, yeah, PVC in your house, in your PVC ceiling is indeed a fire hazard, and insurances for homes do not take kindly to that. Go ahead. Stick up in right here. Stick up mm. in. Let me touch it. Let me touch it for you. 
right? So call that very informed. Right, ladies and gentlemen, PVC ceiling. Now, everything has a purpose in the in this world and, in the, and has its place. PVC ceiling is beautiful. It looks very good. But that should be used in areas where you are not going to have human interacting. You want to put that on your outer portions. You have a little shed or an area like that outside. But you see, what you want to use to protect your bedroom, your living room, your kitchen area, PVC ceiling under fire conditions disintegrates and turns to powder like a dust. So it goes back to the very, it goes back to, 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 to it disintegrates readily. First it warps, it, it is not a fire stop. It doesn't have fire rating to the point where it can withstand a certain amount of heat. When I come to this, this, this station here, I recommend fire rated ceiling board or fire rated ceiling type material. And there are quite a bit that you can use. Gypsum is one of them. That carries a 90 minute fire rating or more, depending on the type of board that you use. We have some of the ceiling tiles that are also fire resistant. Of course, there are persons who will use wood and wood products that are done or even ceiling board and even some of the MBF boards. I'm saying to you, these things are able to catch a fire very easily and they cause fire spread. So you have to be very careful with that. Again, I'm very thankful to the caller. All right? So be very careful um, how we think. So again, you could use it in an outdoor area that is not associated with your in internal compartmentalization. All right? Once you want to have something that protects your inner home, you want to utilize non-combustible material. Right, go ahead, Davy. Somebody says, Davy, a mother and son died in a house fire in New Grant last night. Not sure if it's arson or electrical in nature, but it's indeed sad. I don't know if that's part of your statistics as well. Another one it says, definitely, another definitely one, part of the well, right. Another one says, some people are really careless around this time of the year. I listening to the information, and I guess other listeners to uh, taking in what is being said. But I wouldn't be surprised if there are incidents during the holiday season as a result of irresponsible behavior. Another texter is saying, Davey, thank you so much for the stats on the uh, PVC ceiling. I have my entire house PVC and I was advised that I couldn't get the, the property insured as the PVC ceiling is a fire hazard. Thank you very much, Officer Jude, for highlighting this. Um, I would change it to fire-resistant material. Another one says, can Great. Officer Jude share stats as to electrical and arsenic fires? Okay, I don't know sure. if you... All right, okay. Electrical and arson. I mean, you, you do get arson, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, Davey. Davey, arson is a real thing in this country. Um, persons would set the burn intentionally in an effort to cover up crime in an effort to, to to rid persons of their property. In, a, in a essence, they do it to draw you out of your homes as well. Davey, this is why you don't leave combustible materials lying around your home. If I um, intend to cause you harm, Davey, I will, so, so as I say, smoke you out. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the methodologies used to commit crime. And arson is real. So what we do, we make it very difficult for the criminal to use um, arson. David, during the year, as some of the calls, I am reminded of it. Some of the calls that we get, I am reminded um, because they're so strange. Some of them. All right, put you up know, in, put up in, in that call in, the, in those calls that you receive. All right, uh, I want to hear in the next hour. Um, 
as we continue with our statistics here uh, bearing this afternoon, let's talk about some of the weirdest calls or strangest fires you've been on. You know, we could share some stats on that. The weirdest call. You get that call and it's like, what? Nah. Or you reach on the fire scene and you realize something is amiss, something is weird. You know, I don't need to tell tale signs as to how you come about it because that's giving away investigation. But, you know, share some insight as much as you can because um, another texter is saying, I'm listening to this program and I cannot believe what I am hearing. Davy, is this true? Um, sad to say, yes, it is. So we take a break. Officer Jude Rogers and Davy will be back. Safety Mondays will continue after this. Stick and stay. Well, nine minutes after there are five o'clock. Once again, welcome back to Freedom 106.5 FM. It is the Overdrive here with Davey and Officer Jude Rogers inside a segment known as Safety Mondays. Now, I know they can't really see him, but the man gears up, you know. The man gears up. I've never seen him in a fire yeah, kit I'm like that. Yeah, the place hot. The place hot. Also, want to remind you that that this Christmas at Standards, sign up uh, to my terms higher purchase plan and walk away with any item valued at ten percent for free. That's right. Uh, Bobo getting his present too. Get everything you need this Christmas now for now with my terms higher purchase plan at Standards. Standard, never beaten on quality and price. Also, you got to look out for tomorrow for the Lunchtime Doctor, live on location, coming to you from the brand new Super Farm out there in St. Augustine. Join me, Davey Marie, and Dr. Sophia Mohammed tomorrow from 12 noon to 1 p.m., where you can come on down and get answers to your burning medical questions. Dr. Sophia Mohammed, we would be broadcasting live on Freedom 106.5 FM, Vibe City 105, Sangeet 106.1, and Slam 1 and uh, Sky. 99.5 FM. Plus, we're going to have some giveaways and exclusive interviews and information on the latest healthcare products and so much more. So take the, the advantage and come on down to Super Farm St. Augustine on the Eastern Main Road tomorrow from 12 to 1 and meet with me and Dr. Safia Mohammed. Back to our regular scheduled programming of Safety Mondays with Officer Jude Rogers. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, David. I saw what you did there. You, you, you piggyback on my line and you, you said the burning issues with Dr. Sophia Mohammed. That's so <laughs> I realize you right now. I tell other people, David, when I started this program with David, when David started this program with me, sorry, let's put it in the context. David was not a fire officer. But as of now, before the end of this year, I could tell you, if David went and set the fire exam right now, and he went into recruitment with us, which we should be having early next year, for those young people who want to become fire officers, right, between the ages of 18 and 35, who are physically fit, right? You have your, your, your passes, your CSC passes. Davey, I feel you across 35, you know, I feel your time well, going. Um... But guys, Davey has come <laughs> a long way in terms of his fire jargon, in terms of his knowledge. The only thing I need to get him to do now is to say fire service and not fire services because what I, I i would tell you it's one service true so it's not fire services but it's fire service true so we dropped the s long time baby and, we and, the s and, and, we and from to fire and ambulance service services we dropped the s then well that makes sense that All makes right? sense and one of the things i vex with officer rogers now uh, is because i can't walk into no go building ahead. i can't go into no into no auditorium without scanning 
the surroundings, looking for a couple of things. I'm looking for a um, smoke detector, fire alarm bell. I'm looking at the height of the fire extinguisher, whether um, a short person can get it. I'm looking for the type of extinguisher that they have, whether it's foam-based, uh, water-based. You know, I cannot walk into a building without wondering, all right, if I'm sitting here and there is a fire alarm, where can I get, where's the nearest exit? You know, it's very frustrating because I can't enjoy walking into a building and being, you know, blavia, blavia, nonchalant of what's going on. I'm so cognizant now that even when I get to the Hyatt Regency, doing some um, broad, uh, OBs recently with the various uh, outside broadcasts we had bringing to you live on Freedom, I found myself speaking with Officer Rogers on the phone. That's before his marriage. But I was <laughs> telling him what I was observing <laughs> and the, the exits and where, where I'm located. And it's like, what the hell? How I reached there? <laughs> you know, I was just normal. It, it goes so far. If you are traveling to another country and you sit on the airplane, have people asking for the window seat. They're asking for the seat for the emergency exit yes. now because of the fire training that they have received from this program. Real talk. I so, I was a fella. Yeah, yeah, it's a serious thing. I was a fella. Used to used to run from that seat. I even they asked me, nah, give me a next seat. No, I go to the seat for two reasons. And I travel regularly, but I go to the seat for two reasons. One, because of the training and the understanding that I have from this program with Officer Rogers, I understand the protocols needed for fire safety. I know what it takes to have to, to pull that door. And, and when I pull down that door, you know what to do. I understand it better. And not only that, understanding the fire safety or the rules, I also get more leg room. Thank you very much. I like the leg room. I get more leg room, you know. I can stretch out more leg. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, right, so, so, getting back to the topic at hand, um, we've talked about the stats. And just to reiterate for those who didn't catch the first half of our program this afternoon, and and Davey, as you realize, I have on my battle gear. Yeah. Because I realized before the year, sadly, we have reached eleven days in the in the month of December. We have twenty days to go, Davey, and I want to tell you. That the statistics is going to rise. I'm not proud of it. I am not proud to come here on radio and say to the nation, if we don't do something about fire safety, in listen, David, the people who are affected by this is regular citizens like me and you. If we don't do something about this, Davy, I will be coming back to report that we have more deaths by fires. Well, here now, more houses. I I reach a stage, Jude, where I am hoping that the 20 i want people to understand now we gave you the 20 in total we didn't tell you how how much per month because some mm -hmm. months were deadlier than some we had tell you that yes. some months yes. were deadlier deadlier than others we just didn't give you that yet and i ain't rushing them to do that you know we, because we're going to wrap up, we have a couple Mondays again to go one monday or two before the, right. the year done and by that time mm -hmm. we're going to give you um the, the full blunt or the full intel as it relates to fire statistics from January straight down until whatever date in December that we would have closed the program for the year. You're going to give it that month by month because hearing 20 death by fire, that's too much. That's just fire alone. 20 lives were lost. We had 550 something murders for the year. That's 555 mm -hmm. people that died under murderous conditions. And you take 20 to add to that. 
Go to the figure. Yeah. That's almost 600 lives lost. And we ain't talk about those who died from accidents, um, natural causes, or um, in surgery, right. or, or, right. or ailments. That's right. That is how much That's deaths right. we are getting in the, in the country alone in a 1.4 million, million um, persons on, 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 in Trinidad. So when officer come and tell me 555 um, fires, residential, everybody was posting recently Angostura fire. A man put up, yeah. no, no pun intended there, but I hope the punching department in Bondong. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? He hope, and I, I hope it's the car park the burn or not the punching department. The thing about it is, when Officer Jude Rogers talk about the commercial um, fires, and he has not given us those statistics yet, you think the 565 we have for the year so far will increase? That's just 565 <laughs> domestic fires. That's right. So you know it's right. well over 600 fires that these officers have to respond to on a yearly David, basis. This, this situation is getting, getting, and, and, and that's why we need to pull it back. And this program is part of that, that whole culture shift. Um, we don't come here just to alarm you. We come here to bring about um, information that will bring about awareness True. so that you could recognize that there is a problem in our nation that only when they and I always refer to the United States and to England, because for some reason, Davy, when you go to New York or Miami, mm -hmm. you know people just listen to the fire marshal out there. Yep. People just listen, and by the way, in those countries, they take fire safety serious because I told you, Davy, the safety lessons that we learn are written in blood. It's written in blood. To learn this lesson, Davy, mm -hmm. somebody had to pay with their life. And that is what I am trying to avoid. So I will read all these statistics again for 2023, today, 2022, and 2021. And then I'm going to give you some tips, safety tips to go through the Christmas season with. Right? Fair enough? Let's yep. go. Residential fires in Trinidad and Tobago as of the 30th of November 2023. 569 fires totaling $65 million in losses with $174 million of property value saved. Total debt by fires to date, 20 deaths by fires, including the two persons, sadly, who lost their lives in Francis Town. 2022, oh, let me give you the bushfire stats for this year. Bushfire stats for this year, staggeringly, almost double what we had the year before 2625 bushfires by the way david that's not rubbish heap fires that's not indiscriminate burning that's none of those fires and if i added to that it could be almost three thousand fires wow. responded to, this is what we responded to it fire trucks left the station and responded to these eh? that's what we have. we have reports on all of this 2022 Residential fires, 537 fires, a total of $66 million in losses with a cost saving of $292 million saved as a result of the intervention of the fire service. Mm -hmm. Bushfires within the year 2022, 1,547 bushfires responded to by the Trinidad and Tobago Fire Service. 2021. 555 residential fires in Trinidad and Tobago, totaling $52 million in losses and a cost saving 
by the intervention of the fire service of $200 million in property saved with a total bushfire of 1,087 bushfires. That's during the pandemic, Adivy, hmm. when everybody go and you can actually be there to discover the fire. That so even while we home, if, even while we in yeah, our homes, yeah. things happening. Yeah. So imagine when you're going to work, when you're not home, unattended. So therefore we have a safety, fire safety issue in our country. So you see why I have to wear my helmet and I have to put on my safety glasses because it's serious. It is serious. So fire safety tips for the Christmas period, ladies and gentlemen. Let me leave you with some tidbits that will get you set and put you on the right path when it comes to fire safety. Before you continue, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Officer Jude, good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Um, first, Good I want to commend your fire officers for the professionalism they demonstrated last night. Um, my two, two neighbors perished in that fire. Wow. And um, we tried our best to see how we could have helped until you guys arrived. Um, yeah. Um, we yeah. offered the most as we could have for the guys, you know. And... Um, the only sun, the only only disappointing thing is that um, the, the first tender had uh, run out of water. And, uh, that was a little bit unfortunate, but it was a bit late when they arrived, and it's not none of their fault because of wooden structure. But um, these guys, they demonstrated. I, I was very proud last night to see these fellas and the the woman, the woman, um, how they carry about their duties. So. I would. Why want this afternoon to salute those people, whoever they are. I hope God continue to bless you guys, and um, all the best for this season. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you very much. Well, you touched well, touch my heart. You yeah, touched the nerve of the, the situation there, and yeah, I boy. want to offer condolences to the families. Um, the men and women of the Trent Tobago Fire Service are dedicated, without a doubt. Um, all we need, all we need really to do our job is the equipment and we are ready and willing to perform the job at human service. I want to send a I want to send a, a compliment as well to the office, officers in the Southern Division and that would be the Princess Town Fire Station as well as the Monrepo Fire Station, which is the headquarters for Southern Division. And all the, all the officers in the Southern Division, all the officers in the Central Division, Northern Division that spans from Shagrama Street to San Grande, and of course, my brothers and sisters in the Tobago Division. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you, you hear um, David talk about being heroes. Um, listen, when the fire service taken licks, we take we licks on we back, David. When we get our kudos, we have to take our kudos. Mm -hmm. But no, I want the public to rest assured that the officers of the Trinidad Tobago Fire Service are here to serve you with whatever resources are available to us we are going to come out there and do our best david you, you, you want to talk about weird fires you asked me to bring a, a weird fire mm -hmm. there was a fire that took place in that same southern division mm -hmm. and the fire officers in that division had no appliance to respond with i don't say that with any sort i put no water in my mouth at the end of the day if you give us a matchbox we will respond with the matchbox david mm -hmm. i being real and those officers no fire truck but guess what they did they didn't stay in the station and hide and cover behind the desk they went out to the the, the, the grocery fire and with a garden hose davy 
with a garden hose and whatever was given to them until backup arrived from San Fernando, they responded. Wow. If that is not the sign of bravery in my, in my book, Davy, I don't know what is. Wow. So now it is left on the incumbents to do their job, but we will do our job without fear or favor. So I want to salute my officers as well. Thank you, caller. You've touched my heart with that call. And um, I hope we have similar instances. I'm not saying everything in the fire service is good, but at the end of the day, just like with, with your home, with anybody's home, we have good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're going to do our best. All right? So I have some tips to you. Yeah, let's get to that. Seeing that the caller, seeing that the caller identified a situation where a person is trapped in a home, what do you do if you are trapped in a burning building? David, first and foremost, I'm going to tell every member of the public, get low and go. If you can remember those words, get low and go. Get on your stomach. Crawl out to your nearest exit. Do not breathe the hot air and gases. You will succumb to that. If you can get a towel, a wet towel, a towel and wet it, cover your back because the flames is above you. And you can feel, you wouldn't know when you're getting burned, David. Sometimes the heat is so intense. I have seen persons who stand up next to fire mm. and their skin is scorched. They don't even know the skin peeling, right? You cannot brace a fire. You cannot walk up to a fire, Davy. You cannot. Even with the suit, the protective layering of Numex and the helmet and the shades and everything and the BA set, fire officers are under extreme heat. Could you imagine a member of the public in your normal clothing? <laughs> so I want you to understand don't play with the fire. If you are discovering a fire, the first thing you need to do is raise an alarm. Shout out to other, other family members. Don't stand there and, and, and spin around. Get to work one time, as we say in the fire service. Raise an alarm. Shout out fire, fire, fire. Find your nearest exit. If you have burglar proofing, make sure it's the key, the one where you can get a key and open it. We had to put that in place early. You can't put that in place after the fire. You have to change those burglar proofing and make at least one fire ready so that you can open it and get out. Make sure you know where the keys are. I gave you a little secret. I put my keys low down where the bandit can't get it, but I know where they are. Other family members know where they are. And we get to that point, utilize the key, and get out. And when you get out, stay out. I know persons who went back in, they didn't make it. Let's talk about so get to your master point, conduct a roll call. All right, let's let's and, let's and talk then, a little bit about persons. Right, go ahead. Go ahead let's talk a bit about persons when they're trying to run back into the into the house. Not run back, but when when they realize they hear the alarm, fire, fire, fire. They now looking to pick up their passport to grab um Correct. maybe the bird the bird paper. Or, 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 or some, some bank checkbooks that they have. They're now trying to grab those things. Let's talk a little bit about the dangers of doing so instead of seeking to get out of the burning building. Right, so Davey, it, 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 what I've realized, the psychology behind it, it's a reflex action. Mm. Persons remember valuables and they forget their life and they venture back in. Not by choice. Some of them do it as a reflex action. So it means, therefore... What you practice is what you will do in the event of an emergency. Oh. So this is why we say practice, practice, practice. Plan, prepare, and practice your emergency drills. So what you do in practice, Davy, on the day when something happens, you say, okay, what Officer Roger said, you'll remember, right? He said, raise an alarm. He said, evacuate, get to my master point. 
don't go where the fire is going the opposite direction use yeah. the alternative exit and so david just like oh you just remember everything that i that i was telling you mm -hmm. and when you go to a building you start to look around and you're making sure for your safety yep. it's the same thing you will do when you practice your emergency drills all right in your home and davy in my home i can close my hand outside you know? well yeah yeah i run i run them drills i run them kind of drill yeah blindfold yourself davy and you know the pathway out your home that's how we had a, that's how serious you had to be you know? so that if because davy electricity just go first in a fire all the circuits are compromised electricity yeah. gone you know no lights and you want to find your way out so you have to know where the couch is where the corridor is and how far the doorway is you're supposed to be able to feel your way in the dark so these are the serious aspects of it that we have to get done ladies and gentlemen a fire comes like a thief in the night when you least expect it all right and you may be saying oh god oh, this fireman talk more fire 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 it are other emergencies that make you have to get out your house too or no Call on the line. Let's get this call ahead. I want to say congratulations and thanks also to you all for the hard work that you all do out there. A lot of people don't understand what it takes to be a firefighter. Some of them think that you just sit in the fire station all day and just do that thing. But, yeah. you know, we have to be grateful for people like you out there. With the little appliances yes. that you have, you may do it whatever and you get you get the job done and also just saying a heartfelt thanks again to you and all your officers out there uh, better advice thank you very much um, for my eyes thank sick, you so right? much um, building windows in their houses with the burglar proof everything in one and it make in such a way that the burglar proof can't open you know i would like yes. to advise people when they're making the burglar proof make it in such a way that the part could open so that even in the event of a fire and you can't get through a door you could at least try to get through the window you know at least that yeah so david i'm going to close on that note yeah that yeah. caller very educated very mm -hmm. understanding very aware um um ladies and gentlemen in the effort to keep out the bandits, we have been barricading ourselves into our homes and making our homes similar to that of a jail. And so we can keep the bandits out, but we are also locked in. We have a video, David, that I'm going to share with you. So it says, the video says, locked in, but not locked out. True. So that you should be able to use your emergency escape and get out, whether it's a window or a doorway, and get out of the home. Paul, I want to thank you for that. And all the other listeners, all the other commenters, all the other callers, um, I told you that this program was going to be a very hot topic this afternoon. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it turned out to be just that. And next week, I just want to give the preload for next week. Um, road traffic accidents. We're going to have a guest coming in from the Arrival Live department. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Skinner from Arrival Live. He's going to be with us. And we're going to give the stats. We're going to give the side of the police as well and their stats. And we're going to give the fire service stats. And if you think you're alarmed by the fire calls that the fire service go on, that's not the only thing we respond to. When you hear how much accidents we respond to, you're going to hear. And now you'll understand why fire officers had to get a little back pay for Christmas. <laughs> right, Davy? Don't, don't, don't. Loud the back pay. It's only fair. It's Loud only the fair. Back pay, Davey. Another text says, It's only right. It's only right. They says, I, I appreciate the information I've been listening to. Uh, I appreciate the information. I've been listening to many radio programs for some years and, and on different radio stations. But I must commend this radio host for having this fire prevention program. It is well received. 
you know um the bandits are the number one threat i'm willing to risk fire threat than a home invasion one texter is saying the, the, the crime situation is so unreal in this country that the fire threat seems second nature to a home invasion. Oh, my God. Or they don't want to be a recipient of a fire. No? Uh, Officer Jude, I say thank you. In your full gabs. Yeah, stand on. Stand easy. <laughs> Have yourself a great one, Officer. Yes, thanks. Yes, of, of course, thank we, you. we thank most you so definitely much. will be chatting again next week. I most uh, looking forward to that conversation with Arrive Alive and those RTA stats. I want people to understand that the fire services don't just respond to a blaze, but they do other things to save lives as well. And th next week's show is going to be equally interesting. Thank you again very much, Officer Jude. Take care. Over and out. Over and out. <laughs> the best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.